They see me rolling. <laughs> Scaldin's Noel. Product of Belgium. Imperial Christmas Ale. I mean, I'm not messing around. Twelve <laughs> percent. Holy smokes! What? Imperial. Twelve percent. That's Christmas beer for you. What is it? Is it a? It's an ale. It's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, a beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Merry Christmas and welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And I'm Ashley. I will be your Dolan this evening. What? 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 Wow. Happy holidays. Oh, it's our Christmas gift. It's the Christmas miracle. It is. Not really. <laughs> Dolan's sick. Sorry, Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> Cole in the stocking. Yeah. Bummer, dude. Well, well, Ashley, welcome back. Thank you. It's always, always a pleasure. Uh, beer this week comes to us courtesy of Brian. Uh, where did you find this beer at? Uh, at the big mega the wall to wall, oh, ceiling God. to floor spirits place gotcha one of those are us the beers are us place no i think it's the other one okay but i don't remember what it exactly is called but it's i just know where it is that's all i know no your car just drives there by itself i say take me to the place then it goes goes me there so uh from i don't don't even know how to pronounce it i don't either i'm gonna say scaldus scaldus noel product of belgium brazil Brass, brassier, brasserie, brasserie. I think. Not brassier. That's funny. I don't think it's brassier. I don't think it's brassier either. Brasserie. No, I don't think so either. But. Dubussin. Yep. Dubussin. You, you got it right. Is that right? No, no. I don't know. <laughs> it's Belgian. It's, it's a different language. Apologies. We don't know. Apologies. Sorry, any Belgian people. Yeah. Apologies. I'm gonna say Dubusson. Dubusson. I, that's actually that, okay sure that's what not? i'm going with today d-u-b-u-i-s-s-o-n dubisson dubisson i don't know now it sounds french yeah they speak french there some of them do i wondered about that because some of the website if you go to the website some of it is in french mm-hmm. so there's and, i think three different specific languages that they speak there hmm. in belgium yes i didn't know that yeah what's the other german no maybe? belgium no? okay yeah and french english Oh. I believe is how it works. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, seventeen sixty nine is the year that this brewery this brewery came is about. like 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 two hundred fifty years or something. They just yes. had their anniversary or something. Yeah, yeah, kind of a big deal. Wow. Uh, yeah, older than our country. So that's that's how I went with this one today. How we got twelve percent. <sighs> that's gonna take a minute. So it's a twelve percent beer. It's nice and smooth though, but man, it will. Uh, yep. It punches you in the nose a little bit. It's one of those Christmassy type beers. Yeah. It's got a lot of going on. A lot of biscuity, bready sweetness, some fruit, mm. Mm, alcohol I, burn. There's a, as you breathe out, there's like a, uh, uh, like a, uh, almost like a, yeah, like a fruitcake yeah. kind of flavor to nice. it. Nice. Maybe. I'll tell you, a couple of these, and you're not going to carry you at the in-law's house or, you know, oh, or exactly you know, right. family members you don't care for. I don't know. Yeah. You know, whoever. That's Uncle. why they do these, I think. They, you know, 250 years, they've, they've had a Christmas or two. Mm-hmm. They know what's up. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, 12%, 21 IBUs. So not not much, but more than some things. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Here's what we got. Okay. This is the description that came right off their thing. Okay. Amber in color. Definitely. With banana, pineapple, caramel, dried fruit, aroma. Did you get all those things? I, I didn't get the ban- I didn't get the pineapple for you know, sure. Now that you say banana, now you think it's there. Now you smell I think it? it's there. Now mm-hmm. I think it's there. Slightly bitter, mm-hmm. underlying sweetness. I would agree with those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When you said bread and fruit, that was very accurate. Mm-hmm. Like a fruit cake. Very fruit cakey. Mm, just good. Just just tasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 1991 was the first year they made this beer. So uh, the beer, 91. Yeah. So really? 30 whatever that is 31 years or so mm-hmm. um they pretty much made one or two beers before that this is one of those places that just made beer right that's it this is their scaldus whatever sure and then they started diversifying mm. you know craft beer thing was starting to happen yep they're you know they heard whispers about california they're making beer oh, out there we better yeah. do something yeah. boom here we go christmas beer yeah. and then they've kind of added a couple more on here and there but it's not like a traditional like what we're used to here where you know every six months there's a new offering or every three weeks or whatever every friday it's like you know uh, every three years every 10 years we might try something different Did you write down what other beers they serve? I too? sure do. Interesting. Are you ready? <laughs> I am. Um, last thing before I get into those, I'll mm-hmm. just put, they had, um, this is how I know it was fancy. They had cheese pairing list on their website. I Ooh. saw that too. Yeah. So I wrote down. Okay. Soft cheese with a rinsed crust, whatever that means. What is that? We'll have to ask Frank. Yeah. Mont du is the kind of cheese <laughs> Mont they wrote M O N T. And then there's another space, a D apostrophe R. That's a cheese. D apostrophe D. Okay. And then a blue cheese. We're so, we're so American. Stilton. Is that so, kind? It's oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. A raw milk. So like creamy cheese. Okay. It's okay. supposed to go pair with this pretty well. Okay. I can see that. So I guess if you have, you know, the charcuterie mm. board laying mm-hmm. out and your meats are getting hot your yeah. cheese is getting a little goopy a little uh, perfect <laughs> for this a little sweaty when the mm-hmm. meat starts to yeah. sweat a little bit some sweaty raw milk mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the best where is frank when we need him that, I this know. would be perfect for him yeah. would, first of all he would love this because it's 12 percent. he falls firmly in your abv yeah. category there's a few <laughs> of us out there yes. that do that yeah all right um the other beers that i have written down for them mm-hmm. um one of them was just created this year this year yeah okay so that one is called fram bush and here's why bush b-u-s-h um is the translation so over there mm-hmm. their beer is called bush it's not called scaldus so you'll see bush noel on the website if you look at the website that's what it's called bush like a shrub like a yeah yeah okay yeah okay. so that's like i don't know what language it comes from or how that's translated but everything on their website and all the pictures it mm-hmm. says bush bush but here it's scaldus so i don't understand that but hmm. that's just how that worked out okay so it's called fram bush so it's their version of a frambois oh yeah that style mm-hmm. of beer yeah um and it like i said it came out in 2022 for the first time it's eight and a half percent um, it's pinkish red in color. Mm. It's got raspberries. Mm. That's pretty much what those beers are, right? It just came up recently too. Like, what's your favorite fruit? 
raspberries. That's really? for me. Yeah, I think mm. if I had to choose, I think I would choose raspberries. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's a hot take. I don't know raspberries. I don't know. They're expensive. They are. They they're are. delicious. Little crate. God, they're delicious. They're good. You good. just pop them right in, just mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially the blue flavor. That's my favorite raspberry. Blue raspberry. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay. Wait. I thought you were being healthy. Like, here. I, well, I was, and then you know, then you <laughs> trust over, and there you See, go. See, that's what I got on my See, bottle. I, you here. got the little blue, blue raspberry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So that's one of the beers that that's their most recent one. Okay. They made one that's called Sure fire i think or sure fine that's how it is sure fine um and that's a year-round beer it's a saison okay so that one was in 2014 wow so that was their second most recent new beer that i could find Mm. uh six and a half percent so right in the ballpark for what those are supposed to be uh they said it's refreshing and a little bitter Mm. citrus nose herbs and pepper which is the peppercorn that you always get with those yeah with uh yeah saison dry up front you know how that is, like mm-hmm. a champagne almost. Um, they said to store it at four degrees Celsius. So I was like, okay, metric stuff and other, I don't, the Calvin scale or whatever. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what four mm-hmm. degrees is. So mm-hmm. that's not happening. Uh, if you're laying it down, that was another thing. If you're laying it flat. Yeah, who the heck does that? Uh, I mean, if I need room in the fridge, yeah. I guess. If the bottle's too tall and you have to lay it down. Oh my gosh. You guys what? just have to adjust the shelf height. No, guys. no, I know, I know. I'm really, I'm really curious about this uh, four <laughs> degrees Celsius here. So I'm gonna say it's like thirty. I'm gonna say it's because zero is thirty-two. So it's got to be what, like fifty? Mm, actually, got a guess. On I this? don't math well. So. Thirty-nine degrees. Okay. Fahrenheit. There you go. So that's the temperature you're supposed to have it at. Okay. That's cold. Seems like yeah. Yeah, that's cold. Hmm. That's just to store it. Mm, okay. That's what they want you to do. Hmm. Uh, and then you're supposed to take it out. And you let let it warm up fifteen minutes, and then take the cork off. Oh, okay. Otherwise, you'll put a hole in your ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like mm. if it's too cold, it's just a shock to yeah. the system. Or you shoot your brother with it, right? <laughs> or you mean that's, do that, right? That's what I would do. It is the holidays. Hopefully, an older brother <laughs> shooting saison caps at each other. Younger, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Whatever. As long as you can outrun them, just hold them down and yep. shoot them with as the cork. As long as you can outrun them. Yep, <laughs> that's the rule. Uh, and the last one. This is one of the beers I actually have had before. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce this, but I'm going to go with Cuvee, C-U-V-E-E, De Trolls. Uh, would be Cuvee, maybe? Maybe. maybe. Sure. I don't I like know why that. I know that, but okay. Uh, 2000 was when this one came out. De Trolls? Yeah. It has a little troll on it, like a woodland troll okay. on the label. Yeah. And back in my previous life, I ran a beer club over there every month. Okay. So we had some aspiring beer nerds, mm-hmm. and it was, you know, eight years ago, so it was pretty new. Yeah. And uh, the only cutoff really was you had to spend about 15 bucks. Okay. So you bring $15 worth of whatever you want to bring. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a bottle. Maybe it's a growler or a crowler or six pack, four six pack. Six or whatever you want. You put yep. it in. Yep. Put it in the pile. Okay. And then when you drew a number and then you got to pick. Your ah. number was your pick. Mm. And that's how I got that beer. Mm. And Could you steal and stuff like that too? No, it was, just, no, it was just a pick. And yep. Okay. And uh, we did it every month, once a month. Oh. And it was fun. And that's how I got this beer. I would never picked it. It's not a style I liked yeah. generally, but it was fun to try. And sure. uh, I got it from a Shane McDonald. That's who gave it to me. I actually know him. Yeah. Yeah, there so you go. that's who I got that from. Uh, okay, here's my question. So every one of these beers that we've talked about is, outside of the 1991, mm-hmm. right, has been, has been uh, you know, 2,000 or, or higher. Right. What, what's, their, what's their base beer? What's their, do it's they just still? Bush. Just that. Which just I'm their... assuming they can't call it. I mean, it's not spelled the same as over here, but... 
B-U-S-C-H uh, versus yeah. B-U-S-H, right? Yeah. And so, I don't know. But I, it's not something I usually see. Um, like the Budweiser beard, right? The yeah. one that we talked about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's probably been a year now. Yeah, that's true. The the original Budweiser that they mm-hmm. actually let them call that, that or whatever. Yeah. So, I yeah. think that they have a just a plain skald, as you can look for it here okay. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's in the a place that has Belgian beers, so you mm-hmm. have to go to a place that has a choice of that, you know what I mean? Sure. It's not like at the uh-huh. gas station, you're not going to go pick that up. No, no, I'm not going to get a, I'm not going to put one of these in a paper bag, maybe for the, you know. <laughs> on the bus know, ride or ride. You can do that too. No, well, I mean, you can, but you're not going to get it at the come and go or the no, yeah. 7-Eleven. No. no, it's not going to, not going to be there. Um, in 2007, these guys created that label on the backside. If you turn it over, see the little um, Belgian flag square thing? Yeah, right here. So it's a, like a beer community co-op. And what it is, it's like the the Brewers Guild, like that we have, like right? the Craft Brewers Alliance with uh-huh. the, the with the bottle on, or not the bottle, the, the glass on there and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like in Nebraska, they just did the like an I don't know if it's an election or how it is, but mm-hmm. um, I think Scott got it from Cross Train. He's yep. on there now. He's and on somebody it. from Pint Nines on there. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a a board that does stuff within the beer community, right? Good. Have meetings and things. Promotes the beer community in the state. Yeah, the state stuff. So Good. they did the same thing, but they did it in 2007, mm-hmm. um, and it's called the Belgian Family Brewers, and their only um, requirement to be in it was you have to be a brewer for at least 50 years. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, so, just, just 50 years. So you're, the Belgian brewery has to be 50 years old at least to be in the thing. So if you get a, like a real traditional true belgian beer you should see that on the on the bottle no matter what brand 50 years yeah so wow. there'd be nobody in the united states other than the you know the big boys of course oh, but i mean yeah i mean, I mean there's got to be somebody that's been brewing like you know old i think anchor steam's probably close maybe yeah maybe those guys anchor or whatever yeah. out in california san francisco that's gotta be yeah um, i mean 50 years was okay so i'm approaching 50 yeah. and i was born in the 70s I know. So you had to have been brewing since sometime in the seventies. Uh huh. That's not really that. That's not that far away, right? I mean, that's that's re- relative, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But the thing for us is, like, in Nebraska, let's say, in three years we added thirteen breweries, right? True. Yeah. But before that, there was two mm-hmm. for fifty years. So forever, it's yeah. been a huge thing. So, yeah. I guess, I'm guessing there's not a lot of people in this group, but maybe yeah. there is, and it's just I don't think there's a lot of. Um, back and forth bottle shares coming from from them mm, to us probably uh it's more of a name recognition thing and there's you know a few brands of belgian beers that you mm-hmm. um, look for and this is one of the ones but i never had it before and i th- i knew they had i thought some sort of christmas thing and uh, that's why i went out of my way to find this one that's a pretty legit club 50 years mm-hmm. that's a legit club yeah it's right cool there. i thought yeah uh, also 100 percent independent so they're not owned by some oh. other big conglomerate brewer Duvel or, yeah. or whoever else is that we've talked about right. over there in, over there in, in, in overseas that, yeah. yeah in, in the uh, in europe, europe areas mm-hmm. you got some information on this too um okay. i think uh, so i'm gonna i'll go real tread lightly okay. on the Belgian Christmas 
traditions. I think you have some of these things, Ooh, right? See, uh, I, I did some research on Christmas around the world. Belgium is not on here. Oh, so look at me. So there you go. Niche. Right on. Okay. Good job, you guys. They have somebody called Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. Yes. Okay. S-I-N-T-E-R. Okay. K-L-A-A-S. He brings presents on December 5th and December 6th. Wow. Because it's not a religious thing like okay. we have done sure, it over sure. here. Mm -hmm. So um, how you get your presents? Well, the kids have to put their shoes in front of the fireplace. Shoes. Yep. Okay. And they have to leave a picture they drew or something, mm. some cookies, maybe a carrot. <laughs> oh. And here's why. He rides a horse. Okay. Um, and he has, a, he has an assistant. So not a lot of elves. There's, okay. a, there's one guy. Yeah. And his name is Sooty Pete. Sooty Pete. S-O-O-T-Y. Like Sooty because he goes down the chimney, right? He goes in the yeah. chimney. All right. And yes, he goes down there and he's real dirty. Like he's all covered in black. Oh, he's soot. in chimneys all day, night, I guess. So that's how you'll see him depicted as like a mm. kid or a little person covered in black soot. And their center claws is nice and clean. He uh, stays outside and keeps a lookout or whatever. But sends old Sooty Pete down the thing to mm -hmm. get the thing. He brings the carrot up to feed the horse, I assume. Yes. So that's the horse. Yes. There you go. Um, if you're bad, mm. you know, the kids, you know, you get whatever. Um, Sooty Pete will take you to Spain. What? He'll take you to Spain. Now, why they pick Spain, I don't know. Maybe they had a fight. Is it a bad place for them? I guess. I don't know. But Here's, that's just where you go. Here's the thing. I know Maddox, my son, listens to our podcast. Uh -huh. I know he does. He listens on his on his little HomePod or whatever. Right. Maddox, I'm talking directly to you right now. Uh, if if you, you don't turn your stuff around right now, mm -hmm. Sooty Pete's going to come take you to Spain. <laughs> like, it's happening. That's no joke. You've no been joke. warned. You've been uh. warned. Um, some of the other things that people leave out, the kids, tangerines. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. They're not native to Belgium, but okay. Christmas fruit. Sure. Maybe, sure. Gingerbread, chocolate. And letter-shaped cookies. So they're big, like just a J or a B or whatever. Their cookies are shaped like letters. Okay. Not the letters you write to Center Claus or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, this is the must-have Christmas meal. So everybody does the same thing. Kind of like our turkey Thanksgiving meal, right? Okay. Everybody okay. pretty much generally mm -hmm. has that traditional thing. Um, they have something they call nibbles. Which is an appetizer, but they call it nibbles. nibbles. I was like, okay, that's fun. I like that. Yep. But guess what? Their appetizer is alcohol. It's a drink. Yes. They start the meal with a drink. Yeah, so you really you nibbling? With this? You're like sipping. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it gets you hungry. It warms mm -hmm. up that appetite. I don't know. That's what this beer is doing to me right now. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, the next on the menu, if we had it, mm -hmm. you'd get seafood. In, yes. Then you get a stuffed turkey. Whoa. That sounds pretty good. That right. sounds good. And then for dessert, La Bouche de Noel. Okay. It's a Christmas chocolate log. Oh. Think a Swiss cake roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like six pounder. You see how excited I get yeah. right there you for a second? I love, I love Swiss cake rolls so much. So that's basically what it is. It's like a chocolate sheet cake that they roll up and it's got cream in the middle and then it's frosted with chocolate and then usually decorated to kind of look like an actual log. That's Brian, why they call it that. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I believe we should live in Belgium. Oh. I mean, after all this time, we've talked about the country yeah. a lot. We've talked about their beers a lot. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that has ever come up negative that, at all. Like, I really think, yeah. if not live there, we should go just like hang out for a while. It's fun. There. I've been there before. Have you been yeah. there? Yeah. Shit. It's, I went to Brussels. 
Oh. And then uh, rode a scooter around like a real European <laughs> like gent. A... Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did they ride on the other side of the road? Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Was that hard to learn? Was that hard to kind of figure out? Well, the place where we were at in in uh, Brussels was so narrow. Mm. It was like the city center that oh. there wasn't really even room for cars to come oh, okay. where we were at. So yeah. we, you kind of had it. It was almost like a bike trailer path. It was so narrow. So You're on your left and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. So just, just keep it upright, which yeah. was a challenge <laughs> Good call. in Belgium. Uh, do I have anything else? Okay. Oh yeah. It has um, buttercream and cream cheese and that sort of stuff. Keep talking. Last thing. And then I'll let you do your Christmassy yeah. stuff. I wanted to learn about the word Noel because it's on there mm-hmm. and we'll see it all the time. All the time. Christmas time, I should say. Uh, but it's been turned into some names there's you know noel female name mm-hmm. uh, usually with another l you'll see it with two l's yes. and an e usually yeah, yeah. um it's well it says uh, the french version of it is novels which means news okay it's almost like novel um, the english root word is noel n-o-w-e-l which means shout of joy hmm. and then the latin is the uh, oh what is it I don't even going to try to say this. Natalis. Okay. Natalis means birth. Oh. So it's like shouting news of birth is kind of what it all jumbled up into. And yep. we spit it out in English and that's what it's for. Cool. It started to be used a lot in the Middle Ages. So okay. 1400s-ish. Um, French and English used it in their like Christmas carols or church songs. And that's kind of where it came from. Um, and that's why it's. I guess I don't know if popular is the right word, mm. but linked with Christmas time. Common. And then the Christmas, first yeah. Noel song, mm-hmm. that's the one that I thought of mostly. Uh, it was first published as like a poem in 1823 by William B. Sandys. So he wrote the lyrics out and it was adapted to some music that was already out there, which is how a lot of Christmassy or just regular right. hymns and carols go. Right. And uh, that's why it's out there now. And that's why they have it on their bottle and that's why it appears with all those yeah they're just in common with christmas yeah there's a house down the street from me that has noel hanging down from their address um thing on the front of their house right now for christmas time okay. so you should knock on their door and be like can i inform you all mm, about this? let me tell, tell you. you about this here's a bottle of scaldus noel <laughs> yes let me uh as we enjoy this 12 percent beer right i will tell you about noel i will that's enlighten right. you hmm. if you came to my house and did that uh, that would have been that'd be pretty fantastic I'd, I'd be pretty happy with that. Okay. Well, you got some decorations out, don't you? I got a, I got a couple blow-ups out there, maybe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I got a handful of them. All right. Well, that's what I got for us. Well, let me tell you what the other, uh, what other countries do for Christmas. Okay. I thought we've talked about. I went through this morning as I, I thought. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm working through my research or whatever. We've talked about everything. We've talked about Christmas music. We've talked about Christmas TV shows. We talked about Christmas movies. Yeah. We, we have. We, we've we've hit enough episodes that we've done on virtually everything around Christmas. Sure. Ish. Right. Uh, favorite Christmas memories. That yeah. that type of thing. But we, what we haven't talked about is like how other companies, companies, how other countries see the 12% is getting me mm-hmm. already. 
I went back for a second pour, third pour actually. I was surprised oh, to going see that. Second you haven't it's, eaten it's quite anything. good. It's quite good. I, yes. I did have a breakfast burrito for lunch. Okay. Morning, so, uh, how other countries celebrate Christmas? Because I was curious about this, and there are some fun ones in here for sure. There are some. There are some interesting ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, Japan. We're gonna start with Japan. All right. I, I bet this is great. This mm-hmm. is you will never ever guess. Okay. In Japan, uh, they have KFC. For Christmas dinner. I knew what? that. I yes. knew that. It's Did a you? huge thing. Huge. Like hours and hours in line to get... Yes. yes. In Japan, celebrating Christmas is relatively new. It's only been recognized for the past couple of decades, and is typically seen as a time to spread joy and cheer, or even a romantic couple's day. So, like, they go on romantic dates or something mm. like to that. To KFC. Which, well, to, well, KFC is part of the yeah. meal. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Look, if you haven't had a romantic date to KFC... You haven't had a date. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm yes. telling you. Especially mm. if they have the buffet. Oh, yeah. It's oh, over. Oh, yeah. You, that stretches into a whole day date right there. Absolutely. You have a little contest with your date to see how much <laughs> chicken you can eat. Yeah. In fact, Jenny and I have actually done this before. Uh, she thinks I'm very gluttonous. I enjoy KFC chicken. Did you win? Uh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Come on. Of course. I wasn't going to let her beat me. I would have... He'd rather yeah. die at KFC That's than exactly let that happen. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, many Japanese order KFC for their Christmas dinner or make a reservation at a restaurant instead of cooking a big feast. Yep. So let's say uh, KFC. That's like the opposite of us because we're mm-hmm. all, everybody's like, come to my house. Come and to make... home. And yep. Yep. Everything's closed on Christmas Day mm-hmm. or Christmas Eve or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. In Poland... Mm. I'm very Polish. I have I have a lot of Polish in me, so I'm really okay. Polish, Czech, German, right? And uh, so I was I was curious about this one. In Poland, they share a pre-dinner wafer. Okay, so this was interesting. So, uh, in many Polish communities worldwide and in Poland, Christmas Eve dinner or Wigilia, Wigilia, W I G I L I A, Wigilia. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Begins with the sharing of the oplet. Latek, Oplatek, uh, O-P-L-A-T-E-K, Oplatek. If my grandma were still alive, I would She'd ask her to pronounce it. She, she would. Like, She'd be on. like, that's Oplatek or whatever. Yep. <laughs> that was a terrible impression of my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, oh, boy. The paper-thin square wafer is made out of flour and water and has an image of the nativity on it. Everyone at the table breaks off a piece and shares it in a holiday greeting before passing it along. Sometimes even pets get in on the fun. So they give it to the pet. Like the dog gets a little paper... Those little wafer. Heck then, yeah, they do. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just flour and water. Yeah, and yeah that's fine. So you eat a little wafer and you you talk. You're like, I'm so I, I'm so thankful for my whole family to be here. And then you pass the wafer on to the whatever. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the dog happy for? He's just getting scraps. That's what he's hell happy yeah. For. I'm getting yeah. this wafer. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Slovakia. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So another part of my heritage, right? Sure. Czechoslovakia, but that's uh, and Slovakia now is a part of that. Yeah. Like, what for, you know? What yeah. it's split into. Uh, they have carp for dinner. They mm-hmm. eat carp. You know, you said that you like it. Have you had carp? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's real bony. <laughs> oh, no. You can, well, used to be able to pay actual money in Omaha to go eat carp. To eat at carp. Tess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's not great. Mm. Yeah. All over Central Europe, people enjoy carp for Christmas Eve dinner. But rather than picking up from the supermarket, traditionalists let the fish live in a bathtub for a couple of days <laughs> before preparing it and eating it. Legend has it the scales bring good luck and fortune for the coming year. 
So they go get a carp, a live carp, and they put it in their bathtub. No, I don't like that. And then carp are dirty and gross. God, they are. Yes, they're ugly. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, they are fun to catch. They fight like nobody's business. <laughs> they basically adopt a pet just to eat it. And to though. eat it. Yeah. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know what does happen though when you leave a fish in water for a couple of days, mm. it kind of cleans itself out, oh. kind of like detoxifies and. Yeah, so that makes are, sense to me. They're bottom feeders, aren't they? They're, yeah. like, they're like catfish. And see, they I will love pretty much catfish, eat anything. Yeah. 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 So they're uh, cleaning their bathtub while they're at it. Yeah. And they're cleaning the fish. And they're cleaning too, the fish. Right? Yeah. yeah. The fish cleans go. itself out. Yeah, I would not. The bathtub's probably pretty dirty after that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Sweden is St. Lucia's Day. And I'm going to say Lucia because I think that's right. L-U-C-I-A. Lucia. Okay. Lucia, Lucia. Sure, something like that. In Sweden, Finland, and Norway, St. Lucia's Day, Lucia's Day, is part of a Christmas season that commemorates, commemorates a woman said to be one of the first Christian martyrs. Celebrations involve candlelit processions, the old, where the eldest girl in each family is dressed up like St. Lucia in white gowns, often wearing a wreath and candles. The girls will also serve family S-shaped Lucia buns and coffee or mulled wine. Mold wine mm. is good. Mold wine is good. Yeah. My friend John makes mm. it every year. Mm. Oh, it's so good. It is tasty. And usually high ABV, too. I mean, you yeah. know, if you're into that. Yeah. If you're into that. If you're me and if Frank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or this. I don't know. You guys, go. you need to have Frank on one of these. How mm. come Frank has never been He'd be on perfect for this one. I'm sad he's not here. Uh, Greece. People, uh, Christmas trees and boats. And I thought, okay, Christmas trees, fine. But boats. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the seafaring country of Greece, decorating Christmas trees and boats has been popular for centuries. The first known Christmas tree in Greece was put up by King Otto in 1833 next to a large decorated boat. Hmm. So they put stuff, garland and lights and stuff okay. on a boat, I guess, at the same time, hmm. which families traditionally erect to celebrate the men's return from sea voyages. Today in cities like Athens, large lit up boats appear along the trees. Okay. So interesting. I guess it kind of yeah, it's like a homecoming thing. Maybe I don't know. They're just happy they came back. Sure. Okay. Uh, Ethiopia. Oh, I thought this well, is I not mean, a place I would expect to hear Christmas no. things from. Cool. No. Uh, they have processionals, so they have like parades. Okay. In uh, uh, and I copied Greece's thing again, so we don't know exactly. How <laughs> they notes. just have a parade. It's unfortunate they have parades because I really wanted to know about that. Hmm. That's unfortunate. My command V didn't. Uh, didn't, be. didn't paste. Well, whoever's no. listening, you know, look it up and then comment or let us know yeah. what you find. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Germany, Christmas markets. Uh, in Germany, you can do your Christmas shopping with a mug of mulled wine in one hand and a bratwurst in the other. <gasps> Hell yes. Yeah, right? The sprawling season market pops up. Sprawling seasonal markets pop up all over the country with artisans selling gifts for everyone on your list. See, those are fun. I yeah. Those and are you a can lot eat brat and have mulled wine or beers when you're Guess shopping. What? I did that at Epcot this year. That's right. Yes, they had it right there, and mm. I did Christmas shopping while mm. I was there. Awesome. And I had a beer, a pretzel, and a bratwurst. That's fantastic. It was great. Yeah. And last night, just as a, a an aside. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to local brewers cross train mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and had some, you know, drinks there and did some Christmas shopping as well oh. right from there. And it was fantastic. So I, I like the German traditions. I do too. Yeah. We have a lot in common with the Germans too, I think. Yeah. As, beer, as much as, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Food. 
food. Food and beer. Yep. Buying stuff. Yep. I, I like those. <laughs> uh, okay, here's my favorite by far so far. Oh, okay. Austria. Austria, okay. Ooh. Actually, you're going to love this one. Krampus hunts for naughty mm, children. Mm. Oh, man. You've seen these parades, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I you love thought, Krampus. <laughs> you thought coal in your stocking was bad. In Austria and Bavaria, St. Nicholas gifts good g- children with gifts, while Krampus, the half-man, half-goat, comes around the dra- and to drag the bad ones away. They and don't some, go to Spain, either. No, they just go away. They just They're just go gone. They, they go to the eaten. bad place. Yes. Yes. Yes, Maddox. Krampus is coming. He's worse than Spain. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, I mean, I guess... Depends ask, on what's happening in Spain. Uh, depends on what's happening in Spain at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Uh, the men dress up as scary characters for Krampus Sloth or Krampus Run in which they parade through the streets to blow off steam, scare some kids to get back in line. I'm going to have to go to Austria for Christmas. Boom. <laughs> have you seen that? I have. It's terrifying. So to like become an actual Krampus, yeah. you have to like apply, and oh, then you really? have to go through this training, and then the last thing you do to actually get it is you have to get like screams from 10 kids mm. at the parade. So you're like an apprentice Krampus until you get these a certain amount of screams. Until you scare them enough. And then you're like, have, you've proved your mettle and you can now be wow. a Krampus. That's awesome. I love Krampus. That is so awesome. I like Christmas tunes, right? You know this about I do me. know. I and do know. Me and my friend John mm-hmm. have made three Christmas albums. You have. Yeah. We've got several Krampus songs. <laughs> Krampus was the album cover for us on one of ours. So Wait, when you say you make Christmas albums, are they like mm-hmm. mixtapes? Or what? They're on Spotify okay. or CDs. Okay. Yeah. 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 Vinyl, I have so vinyl just, copies. You do? Yeah. grabbing songs and making your own collection. No, no, actual They're like singing, recording and recording. singing and all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Didn't know that. Yeah. I've actually listened to them. Oh on, my on gosh. Spot- They're on Spotify right they now. They are. Hey, guess what I have? Oh, uh, bonus beer. Bonus beer. All right. Look at that Santa. Is there a Krampus on there? Well, he's it's a not. scary Santa. He kind of is, but I, th- I thought that too. But then I looked at it again, and I think he's just mesmerized by oh. Honey Mama's box here. He's oh. looking into. So he's really happy. About- so he's a happy whatever's in the box. It kind of is like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> at the end, when they open the briefcase, and, it and it's shines. glowing, and we don't know what's in there. Have you heard the theory on this? No, what is it? That Jules... Jules, yeah, right? Jules, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, right? His character is actually Nick Fury in a previous in, in at a previous Wait time. A no, no, no. Follow me here. And what is in the case? What they're looking for is the Mind Stone. So what? that's and they're one of the that's the Infinity Stone. Now I, there are there are some similarities that kind of between the Tarantino universe and the Marvel universe. Nobody will say it, but enough people have made connections there that they were going that that Marcellus Wallace wanted the Mind Stone. Interesting, and that's what was in the case. I that mean, glowed I, gold like that. Tarantino's nerdy enough yeah. to pull it off. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I, I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, but that's a surprise to me. There you go. That's a shocker. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, I got. Two more here. I thought Iceland was kind of fun. Uh, I, three more. We'll go three more. Austria. Or, I'm sorry. Australian. Uh, Christmas on the beach. 
So it's in the middle of summer, and, and so they go to their white sand beaches. Yeah. White Christmas, right? They still... Oh, okay, uh, yeah. But it's usually very hot, so they stay inside. So they'll, they'll never have snow, unfortunately, in, in well, Australia. Well, never say never. Well, that's true. Yeah, thanks, global warming. Uh, Iceland, they have uh, 13 Santa Clauses, 13 different Santa Clauses that place treats in your shoes. So not only does Iceland celebrate 13 days before Christmas, children get, also get presents from 13 different Santa Clauses, or called Yule Lads. Yes. Yule, Yule Lads. Yule yes. Lads. Yule Lads. I, I like that. I feel like my friend John should be here, because okay. he's a Christmas nut like I am, mm-hmm. and his family is from, at least his mom's family is from Iceland, so he knows all of these things. So, really? Yes. He, yeah, he'd fit right in with that one. He loves Yule Lads. Each of these lads has been known to have different qualities, and they can all be a bit feisty. That's what it says. Yep. Feisty. They're sometimes naughty. They're kind of yes. like sprites. Oh, I love that. That sort of deal. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But if, good, but if good children place their shoes on the windowsill, the Yule lads will leave them little gifts. If they haven't behaved all year, rotten potatoes will show uh, up in their shoes. I oh, hate no. rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes. <laughs> They're pretty stinky. Gross. You ever, you ever bought a bag of potatoes and oh, forgot right. about it? And, and it stinks up. Yeah. Ain't great. Mm-hmm. Ain't great. You know, that's really similar to the Belgians. They had to put their shoes out yeah. to get the presents. Yeah. And then finally, Mexico. Look at By the way, look at that pour. Oh, I know. It was I hard pour, but it's looking like, almost like a Guinness. It's, it's just, it's uh, cascading now. Yeah. Like I love watching that. That's so fun. That's cool. Uh, Mexico, all night parties. Hell yes. Yup. Exactly. With pinatas. So why not? They're full of eggnog, probably. Well, but that'd be weird. (laughs) That would suck, (laughs) wouldn't it? You break it up. (laughs) Eggnog everywhere. In Mexico, as well as other Latino and Hispanic countries, families celebrate, oh my gosh, Noche Buena? Yeah, good night. Noche Buena on Christmas Eve. That includes a huge feast, singing and dancing, often a pinata for the kids. More religious observers may attend midnight mass, but it's always mm-hmm. family time and togetherness. Big Catholic thing down there. So yes. yeah, that midnight mass is a thing. Huge Catholic thing yeah. down there. Did you ever have you ever gone to a Catholic midnight mass? No. I have. I, I have not. I grew up Catholic. Doesn't that so take a long time? It is. And it, man, you get tired. And my dad would just like smack me on the back of the head <laughs> if I fall asleep yeah. or whatever. Up, down, up, down. Mm. Yep. Kneel. Mm-hmm. Up, yep. yep. <laughs> Stand up, sit down, kneel. Stand up, sit down, kneel. I've yep. been to some of the weddings. Those take a while, too. Oh, That's a lot of weddings. Stand up, sit down Holy stuff, too. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the uh, the bonus beer. Okay. Uh, this was the first Christmas beer I bought this year for us. Yeah, it's uh, careful there. Uh, this is from Rogue, mm-hmm. which is I don't know that we've really done a Rogue beer. I don't think we have. But they're out of Oregon, Portland mm-hmm. area. They're kind of an OG um, Dead Guy Ale. That was one of the yep beers you could kind of get around here ten years ago, yeah or so. Um, they make some good stouts, chocolate stouts and whatnot. This is this is one of those. It's got chocolate. I think it's got honey. It's got cinnamon and something else. It but smells amazing. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not too shabby. Mm. It smells. They have a double chocolate stout uh, that, again, my friend John. It's mm-hmm. like his favorite beer. Wow! And they come in four packs now. It used to just be bombers. Okay, Rogue was one of those that made. They used to make uh, like a, oh geez, you know, that other Belgian beer, Delirium that mm-hmm. we had oh, before. Oh yeah, that we has did that, that kind of like year. ceramic bottle. Yep. Rogues were kind of like that, that same shape, okay, and but almost metallic-y looking. And they did like pumpkin beers in there, and they had mm. s- gingerbread stouts and pumpkin stouts and nice chocolate stout. They just they love their stouts. They also make um, spirits. 
So you can go and find like rogue rogue whiskey. Guys? Yeah, vodka. I didn't know that. Hmm. I got some in San Francisco one time. Huh. The guy was like, hey, I don't know. No, nobody's buying this. You want some? I was just out. My wife was at a conference and sure. I was just hanging out uh, at like three o'clock on a Tuesday at a bar in San Perfect. Francisco. And the guy's like giving out free shots of rogue whiskey. And I drank some and it was oh. not terrible. Let me get your take on this one because I'll tell you, it smells great. It tastes interesting. I, I get the honey. Yeah, yeah. Big time. What that, else do you guys get? I'm not a big honey uh, fan. I don't know. You said you found this at Booze R Us as well? Mm-hmm. Mm. You guys, I love this. Really? This it, one? It reminds me of Russell Stover's chocolate. Mm-hmm. But there's there a specific fruit in here. Orange? Tangerine. There you go. Hey, yeah. it's Belgian Christmas there tangerine. There it all so comes good. back together. All Everything ties comes back, back together. together. Yeah, yeah, they sell that in four packs. It tastes like, yeah, the orange cream from the Russell Stover's candy box. It's so good. Ooh, you're right. I would, I, my dad and I would have to wrestle for those because the rest <laughs> of the family didn't like, they didn't like the fruit flavors, but I, we both loved those. Yeah, so. or this, like the strawberry filling or the raspberry filling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now I really want some Russell and then, Stover's. <laughs> one year, they make those sticks, right? They make the sticks mm-hmm. with the jelly on the inside. So Jenny bought me, she would always buy me a box of those for Christmas and wrap them and put them on the tree. Right. Well, one year, our dog, Solly, who, who's passed away now. Uh, not from this. Not right? from this. Okay, no, okay. no. But he okay. found them and oh, ate half the box. <gasps> oh, no. That dog, he could like, oh, chocolate's bad for dogs. He'll yeah. kill it. Not Solly. It's like, that dog, no. That dog could eat anything. Give him energy. <laughs> he ate a whole block of fudge one Christmas. Oh, gosh. With Damn. the wrapper. Like, he ate the cellophane off yeah. it, too. He was fine. He didn't He care. loved Christmas. He loved Christmas. Yeah, he did. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So, I haven't gotten the... Uh, Orange sticks for many years because, unfortunately, because <laughs> they have it solely. Because that dog. Mm. Well, mm. this year you might have to and pick up some more of this beer. Yeah. This actually, the more you get into it, you can really taste it. That's good. It that is really good. Yeah, I do enjoy that a lot. But I enjoy those Christmas flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought this one was fun because it usually when we're doing these Christmas beers, it's more of this style, like a winter warmer or mm-hmm. something that's more fruit cakey. Okay. So we don't usually do a lot of stout Christmas stouts, right? But when we do them, the fruit stuff doesn't usually come through like it does no. with this one, right? At least for me, usually mm. it's just like heavy barrel. They say there's some stuff in there, and you know that's fine too. But and then it's just <laughs> rum barrel, yeah, right. right. So I, yeah, I'm a fan of this one. Before we do untapped, I don't have a. I did not. I looked up TripAdvisor. There was some on here. Really? Uh, yeah, but the Google translations were fairly bad. And I thought, okay, that could be fun to read the Google translation. <laughs> but then I don't, eh, I, you know, yeah. I wanted to be respectful. And, sure. and so so I thought, how about this? Why don't you tell me the the best Christmas trip you ever took? You never, nowhere. You don't, you, like, a family gathering, no. any, none of those things? I, no, I, I specifically remember um, singing always, because my mom plays piano and stuff for the church and mm-hmm. has always done that. Like, she's the church music person, right? So as a yeah. kid, I'd have the church choir thing at Christmas Eve night, sing at church, 
as a little kid. And then you get the bag of with an orange, those nasty mints. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some like walnuts in the bag yeah, too, and maybe yeah. an apple. And they're like, here you go. And you're like, oh, great. Oh, I love it. Yay. And then we would we got in the car, and I remember it was probably been, would have been 1988, so okay. 10. And I just remember laying in the back seat because you didn't have to wear seat belts in the 80s. No, no, no. If you did, you're weird. Yes. Uh, so I just remember laying in the back seat, looking at the moon and the stars. It was pitch dark, you know, as it is in December. Yeah. And driving an hour to the farm where my grandparents lived and just like soaking all the Christmas Eve into me. Yeah. It was kind of fun just to like, just, I was like, oh man, I bet I could maybe see Santa. Oh. Yeah, 10 years old. Why not? But I didn't, I didn't mm. see him. Yeah. But he already, he wasn't there yet. No, he wasn't no, there yet. No Yule Lads. You didn't mm. see any Yule no Lads. No Yule Lads. Mm. No Santa Claus. No Sooty Pete. We don't have a fireplace. Oh, Sooty Pete. <laughs> On the farm. It might be Dolan's new nickname, quite honestly. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I bet Actually, he what's, your, what's your favorite like holiday Christmas destination? Like, did you Have you gone anywhere or done anything that stuck in your head? I've never gone anywhere for Christmas. Lately, we've been talking about going to Arizona because Rob's mom is a snowbird. And mm-hmm. once oh, it gets nice. cold here, she goes to Arizona now that she's smart. retired. So That's we've smart. been talking about going to Arizona for Christmas. So I'd like to see a, a cactus with That'd Christmas lights, I guess. But yeah. no, we haven't really gone anywhere. Usually we're here. Mm. So, what about you, Rich? Yeah, what about you? I, I, there was one, uh, I can't even remember what, what year the Nintendo Entertainment System came out. I don't even remember. 85? Probably 86. Yeah, somewhere Maybe in 85, there. 86, somewhere in there. We went to my uh, grandparents' house, my dad's uh, mom and dad. And that was always kind of contentious. I don't know. Dad never really got along with his dad. And oh, so it was always just deals. like, yeah, great. Yeah, it wasn't a great, it wasn't, ne- but I got along really well with my cousins. And uh-huh. so that was the year that the, that the grandparents got all of us Nintendos. Aww. And so we opened one and man, we plugged that thing in for the first Heck time yeah. into a little TV in their basement and we're all huddled around it. Right, and it just, I just remember that, just, we, just eating and, and drinking pops because they had a little bar in their basement, which oh, I thought was the yeah. coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had like a laser disc player and stuff. Oh, snap. oh yeah, they, grandparents were legit. They were, they were to do. Are these the ones <laughs> that had the movies? This is the theater. So they're yeah. like, okay, well, we got to have a nice setup at movies, home. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we plugged our Nintendo into it, man, for the first time, and played Mario, and that oh, was awesome. So what's from the movie family, mm-hmm. what's your Christmas movie? What's it's not Christmas until you've seen this movie. We are, I mean, we are a hardcore Christmas story. Like watching like a Christmas story twenty four hours when they do it on TV. Yes, like that's a thing for us. Have you seen the new one? I have not yet. Is it no. out already? It's on it HBO. Is. Oh, it I haven't is. watched it yet. I have not. We showed Oscar Christmas Story the mm-hmm. other, last weekend. Yeah. And he thought it was pretty great. It is. The kid eating the soap, he thought that was hilarious. Awesome. And uh, life boy. The little brother, when he fell over, he couldn't get up out of the snow because he had like 18 coats on. He thought that was great. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's a classic for a reason, I think. What about mm-hmm. you? I know you've got quite a few. Well, it's Charlie Brown, Christmas. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Yep. Done deal. I saw Frosty the Snowman was on a, uh, the, uh, the other night, too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Nice. That's a good one, too. Ashley went... I love the Grinch, Jim Carrey's mm, Grinch, and um, the old cartoon mm. Grinch. I just yeah, but I good. I recently saw that they're making a horror Grinch movie. Yes. Whoa. where it looks really cheesy, but I have to watch it. Kind of like the Winnie the Pooh one they made. Yeah, because yeah. it got hit the the what do you call it when the copyrights are gone? Yeah, so you can make yeah, so you can do whatever you want with it as long as you don't put a red T-shirt on them. 
That's oh. a Disney thing. So he's just a murder bear at that yep. point. He's an mm-hmm. Ewok. Oh, yeah. man, I love Ewoks. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> All right, untapped. Uh, for Scaldus Noel, 40,200 check-ins. 40,200. 40,000. For a beer that's been around since 91. I mean, I that's, guess I'm not yeah. surprised. Um, 3.79. Remind me again, what's the... Out of five. Out of five. Out of five. Two decimal places. Scaldus Noel. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go with a four. Oh, straight up four. There you go. 3.74. Okay. All close. Right. I was close. Yep. Very, very close. I mean, this gets a high rating for me because of the ABV. I, you know what? I, that's why it has 40,000 check-ins, quite honestly. <laughs> you see that on the shelf and beer guys are like, yup. Yup. Two in the cart, please. Yup. Yeah. Yep. The longer it sat and got like a little warmer, I feel like the more the banana came through. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That's what's fun about these sipper types. You uh-huh. know, if if you can, you know, control it mm-hmm. and uh, let it sit there for a while. I, I usually have that problem with that. But mm-hmm. if you can actually do it, the flavors change so much mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun to revisit it you know as you get into it Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely all right next week uh new year's new year's we've got a beer brian's got another beer for us i do uh i've got some new year's fun for us are we gonna make resolutions we could Uh oh i I wasn't thought about it i wasn't either but i just thought about it maybe we should let's do it okay so next year next year next week new year's beer new year's resolutions new year's around the world Mm, okay until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>